welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. I should like to race. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit on the bit, Louisa Barton! Yeah, baby! (laughs) The Larson family has been farming hay in Idaho for generations with a mission to always provide high-quality hay products at a fair and reasonable price. Larson Hay loves to meet new customers while always honoring the ones they already have. Find Larson Hay on the web at larsonhay.com, like them on Facebook, and definitely visit one of their locations. Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa, and our television broadcast sponsor. Welcome to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Hay, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the CEP studios downtown in the horse capital of the world. We've got a very special guest co-host in the studio while our co-host Jody Everton is at the Youth National Midsummer Finals in Oklahoma City. Uh, winning apparently quite a bit as she's been sharing with us and Joelle Bertie also. Uh, very pleased to welcome Daniela Mogel. She is a five-star eventer. It is absolutely an incredible <laughs> honor to have you here in your black <laughs> petticoats jacket there. I've got to talk to this lady about... Um, Lauren. Dress- yes, Lauren. Lauren. Can you show us your shoes as well? <laughs> Kick them up, girl. There you go. Look at that shoe, <laughs> I have to say. It's I'm, all on Lauren. She has the best taste. She does indeed. Thank you, Lauren. We love you. <laughs> uh, we've got some news. Uh, then we're going to talk to Dr. Adam Kayot about navicular disease in horses, ask him a few questions and kind of uh, give you a little bit of uh, learning experience there from Dr. Kayot. And then we're going to share a few clips with you from the Arabian show and some interesting things that people carry on them for good luck, like... Dry cleaning tags. What? Yes, and a shot of whiskey. Listen, <laughs> hey, I'm on board. Um, but uh, and then we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Daniela's life, which I'm so blown away and impressed by reading her story. Uh, everything from Smurf, her first pony, to uh, to achieving incredible accolades that no other um, civilian actually uh, has done in in eventing. So. In Mexico. For Mexico, right. For Mexico, right. Let's add that. But it, it sounded good the way I said there it. There you go. <laughs> Maybe one day. Why not, you know, right? Hey, listen, I'm on board. Uh, she's a great friend, and we're, we're certainly very appreciative to have her here today to co-host with Thank us. Thank you. Starting with a bit of news, the Haskell was a bit of an adventure, like many of the races have been lately, uh, with Hot Rod Charlie really running an incredible race um, and would have been the winner, but was DQ'd because he clipped heels with Midnight Bourbon, who very unfortunately fell. But incredible hats off to Midnight Bourbon, who jumped back up and actually ran off. His um, his jockey um, fell, was fine. Both were fine, fortunately, um, which is the most important thing. But Mandaloon was actually then named the winner um, via the DQ of... Hot Rod Charlie. So a bit of an exciting race, to say the least. And uh, Mandaloon getting that victory, which is a win and you're in for the Breeders' Cup in November. So I'm glad everybody's okay. We're going to have our Hall of Fame turf rider, Steve Haskin, on the show next week. And we're going to have a chat with him about what his thoughts were 
on that DQ. Some talk, of course, about the new whip rules uh, in New Jersey that may have possibly affected that race because apparently had the horse had a left-hand warning, um, they think that maybe that could have been avoided. So we'll hear Steve's opinion um, on that. Don't forget that July 31st, we've got Jim Carner fun. We're going to do some hobby horse races at the Florida Horse Park to raise money for Kayla Vanderwalt, who uh, Olympics 2020 Paralympian, who is actually now, of course, competing this year because our 2020 Olympics uh, were delayed in Tokyo. The Florida Horse Park and Jason Reynolds are helping us put on a fun hobby horse event for all ages. You can be an equestrian or you can be a kid. Right. And for $5, you can go in one of the classes. You can do dressage. You can do jumping on a hobby horse. All sorts of fun stuff. <laughs> I'll Even, do it. I know. <laughs> I can't wait to film this five-star <laughs> event on her hobby horse. She'll probably win, knowing Danielle. I wish. I, I mean, yeah. I shall win. You should win. <laughs> I'll feel win. terrible. <laughs> Maybe you can do the freestyle demo with Trisha. There you go. <laughs> I think it'll be a lot of fun. We hope you'll come down. We'll have a little uh, horse parade at the end of it with a few different breeds, meet and greet and photos. It's going to be super be a cool. Lot of fun. Super cool. And we're going to help that Paralympian uh, make her way to Tokyo with her horse. We're very excited for her and uh, very impressed with her. So uh, shout out to Katie Wetland, who has a mule, <laughs> but not just does she have a mule, how do we say the name? Um, Mermul. Mermul. Long ear. Long ear. The long ear. That's her That's name. That's it. We That's love his that. name. Sorry. His name. Yes. Mermul. It's a he. Yes, he. Gorgeous. <laughs> oh, he's so incredible. And he's only. Both of them. Yes. Not both. only him, like the, the package. The package. Yeah, they're beautiful. beautiful. They look so, so pretty together. You need I to know. see the pictures. I yeah. know. Uh, incredible. And I'm so impressed with her because she's worked for two years now on. Uh, a petition to work towards allowing mules to be um, competing uh, in show jumping. They're in endurance, they're in dressage, and they're allowed in driving already. And but now, they were not allowed to compete in the rated shows over the jumps. And so she's won. And in 2022, <laughs> well done, uh, we will see mules competing. Actually, uh, the lady who helped her had actually never petitioned because she thought it might be a conflict, but she did help um, with actually writing the petition. Um, and that was uh, Miss Barnard, who actually owns Alina Day's work, who is another mule. There and she's go. been competing in non-rated shows and now will be and able now to... They can isn't that wonderful? That's awesome. I think that's a high five <laughs> right there. Um, and actually, she's going to be on the show with us next week via phone because she's in Colorado. So we're going to try and remix call her in so we can <laughs> chat to her about her story and she can share more with you about her gorgeous mule and, like you said, her gorgeous self. Yeah. An amazing, uh, amazing team. I'm actually package. The package of the them. Package. Yeah, they I look know. really, really fancy. So well done, Katie. And um, hopefully we didn't butcher your name or the the mules. <laughs> Long um, ear. Yes. And she's even worked with people who were concerned their horses might be nervous about a mule. And she's even helped them with like some desensitizing and introducing slowly if they wanted right. help so that the horses could get used to being around a mule. So um, hats off to her for all of her Good efforts. For her. And Congratulations. And to get that right, to get that to USEF level is incredible. Good for USEF too. I know. I, yeah. I agree, actually, for yeah. being open-minded. Oh, absolutely. Yes. The world needs more of that, huh? You're right. <laughs> exactly. You're spot on. <laughs> um, some prayers and thoughts out to um, the family and all connected to Annie Goodwin 
um, an event rider that very sadly lost her life yeah. July 14th. Um, here, yeah. Yes, very sad. Um, and for the eventing community and lots of prayers and thoughts to to all connected there. Certainly very always very saddening when we have to share these, very these stories with you. Um, but on a brighter note, Olympic horses are arriving in Tokyo. Um, actually, 14 flights, I think, for the Olympic horses and five flights, I think, for the Paralympic horses. Um, so I think Elizabeth Worth's horse just arrived. And um, so that'll be very exciting. We'll be bringing you some news and updates from there as the Olympics carries on. Actually, Equus TV does have um, a correspondent there who will be sharing a lot of information about the uh, about the horses and about the competitions as they go on. So um, you can tune into Equus TV and we'll be getting a lot of that information here on the Horse Talk show as well. So we'll be sharing that with you as it carries on. In Toronto, they've actually cancelled the uh, Royal Horse Show. Mm-mm. Like about 3,000, I think, competitors wow. in that. Because of COVID? Yes. And that was actually scheduled, I think, in November. And they've um, they've cancelled that because of the COVID pandemic. So sadly, that horse show will not be going on. They're going to use it to do some virtual um, lessons and clinics, I think, online. But the actual show itself um, will be cancelled until 2022. So um, it's kind of a... Uh, it's a bummer, but it's... I mean, if it's for the best of the, the health, safety. yeah. Yeah, for the safety of all, obviously. So we're going to hope everyone stays safe in mm-hmm. uh, in Tokyo, as there'll be a lot of traveling. Yeah, be now careful, take care. Yes, yes. build Follow. your immune system. Yeah, <laughs> build your immune system. Lots of vitamins and take precautions. Yes, and and be very careful in not touching. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a few minutes. We'll have Dr. Adam Kayot from Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital in Complete Care with us talking about Nubicula. Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show.
This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Hay, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the CEP studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital of the world. Got a five-star eventer uh, co-hosting with me today. Very, very thrilled to have Daniela Mogel here with me. And My Dr. pleasure. Lovely to have you, Danny. <laughs> Dr. Adam Kayot is joining us by phone, but next week... He's here in person, the real live version of Dr. Adam Kayot in the studio. Dr. Kayot. <laughs> I know. Now you have to show up. <laughs> uh, welcome back to the show. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, navicular disease today. Dr. Kayot, do you want to start off by telling us about navicular disease? And it, it is actually quite common, but apparently also overly feared uh, by a lot of people. So if you can start off by telling us a little bit about the symptoms and then how you actually diagnose that. Right. Well, um, symptoms tend to be a um, mild to moderate intermittent lameness uh, or some, and depending on how um, advanced it is, it could be a consistent lameness, um, front end, uh, 99% of the time uh, that is most often seen um, as the horse circles or on the circle many times you won't the horse will not be um, lame on, on the straight line so it's very common uh, uh, to see it on the circle and it'll actually alternate so if they're going left you'll tend to see the lameness on the left front um, hmm. then when they switch directions it'll be on the right front yeah um, Typically, the way you diagnose um, um, navicular is, <clears throat> excuse me, is by clinical signs, mm -hmm. response to uh, nerve blocks or nerve analgesia. Try to locate the locate where the uh, where the pain is coming from, and then uh, radiographic changes. Now, a lot of times I will, you know, and I and I tell people, navicular syndrome is not a radiographic diagnosis alone mm -hmm. you have to have all parts of the puzzle together mm -hmm. to uh, come up with that so you know i've seen horses that have for example i've seen horses that have had you know you x-ray their feet and their navicular bone is you know does not look great however they're um sound as a dollar you know they don't mm -hmm. have any lameness okay. on the other on the other hand i've seen horses that show these clinical signs and block the way a navicular horse blocks, and then you x-ray them, and the navicular bone looks pretty doggone good. Hmm. So, um, like I said, it's kind of, uh, it, it's something that an experienced veterinarian uh, helps to have because they've seen more more of these issues, and, and they can kind of discern these, these uh, subtleties. But um, uh, that's the way, that's typically the way you diagnose it. Now, certainly you can get... Um, MRI and, and all those other higher 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 end modalities of, of diagnosis, but 
you don't necessarily have to do that. Treatment, treatment can um, can range. Um, certainly, there 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 are medicines out there that um, can can help mitigate the changes and the bone pain that are going on in the navicular bone uh, from the wear and tear that's happening. Um, shoeing, um, you know, proper shoeing and, and lessening the strain on the navicular bone and and the and the deep digital flexor tendon that runs over the back of that navicular bone can help ease some of the some of the issues and then your good old um anti-inflammatories whether you decide to inject the navicular bursa or you put them on you know bute or or any of your favorite anti-inflammatories all those things can um you know help this horse and 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 allow this horse to continue to actually uh, perform at as high a level as they've been used to so now, does does confirmation play into any of the cause of of what brings this about? And does it happen more in certain breeds or at a certain right. age? Yeah. So, so it can confirmation can be uh, it, uh, a mitigating factor. So, where you typically see it are in quarter horses. Uh, that's very common okay. to see in quarter mm-hmm. horses. Tim typically shows up around age seven to ten but it can be in any breed i just want to say that it can be in any breed any breed can have a problem but quarter horses and and your stock type horses uh it tends to be a a more common occurrence and and part of the reason is that you have this this big bulky body (laughs) and these little tiny pretty cute feet (laughs) aren't really supposed to they should be a lot bigger to hold this big mass so you know that's that's kind of on that's kind of on us we kind of we kind of gave breeding pressure to push quarter horses that way and, and and obviously we're trying to get away from that but that's that's the common thing so to answer your question yes confirmation can come into into play as far as that goes the other the other confirmation um, issue that you got to talk about are, are actually underrun heels and, and long, long toes. toes. We'll, yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll add, you know, as the as the horse breaks over on, oh, on the feet, um, that adds pressure to the back of, of the navicular bone. Navicular bone is basically a lever. I like to tell people it's basically a lever, it's a lever. Um, where mm-hmm. where the uh, where the deep digital flexor um, runs. So when it's that, when that flexor is what it tense, is. then. <laughs> There's pressure and there's and there's um, forces applied to that navicular bone, and obviously the longer the toe, the more pressure on the back of the foot there's going to be as mm-hmm. that horse breaks over. So, a lot of times, obviously with shoeing, we we cut that toe back, we raise that heel up, we give them support on on the on the back side of their foot to alleviate that pressure and, and that discomfort that you typically see. That makes sense. So the farrier plays a big role in that as well. There is a huge role. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if a horse gets navicular, let's say at six, seven, or eight, is that something that over the course of time with age is going to become um, perhaps worse or or even debilitating or make yeah. it put a situation where you can't ride or you have to retire a horse? Well, it, it can. Yes, it can. And hopefully by doing these these things that I was talking about, proper shoeing and, and management and that sort of thing, that, that you can lengthen the usable time uh, that you have with, with, your, with this horse. However, it can get to the point where um, it is debilitating and, you know, kind of a last, last resort treatment that we do is actually a neurectomy where we actually 
um, surgically cut the nerve. Um, it doesn't really, it doesn't have any ill effect on the horse other than you have to make sure that the horse doesn't, um, you know, you have to maintain, um, care of the foot because mm-hmm. they can't really feel their foot the way they're supposed to. So really? if, they to step on mm-hmm. something, if they were to step on something, they wouldn't necessarily know that. So mm-hmm. that's kind of a last, you know, last resort kind of thing. And obviously, um, in show circles, that's, you know, you can't really show your horse, but with that sort of thing, but, you know, just have a comfortable pasture, yes. you know, guy yes. and a companion. There's nothing wrong with that. And I've, I've actually ridden horses with neurectomies and, mm. and, um, they've done just fine and, and they're safe. And, and so, you know, that's all good. But okay. typically these, the Victor syndrome does get worse over age. We're just trying to lengthen the time, the usable time we have. Yeah. Sounds good. Dr. Adam Kale, we're at the end of the segment. Flew by. We're excited to All see right. you here next week. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> Thank you. Have a great week. Dr. Right. Adam Kale right. from Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And Larson Hay, our broadcast and television sponsor, plus supporting sponsors, DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Piranha, TT Distributors, and the Hilton Garden Inn, downtown Louisville. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed-formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at (laughs) SeminoleFeed.com. to the third segment of the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Hay, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the CEP studios in downtown Ocala. Special guest co-host with me, five-star eventer, Daniela Mogel. Danny, mm-hmm. we're having a good time here. Yeah. Um, got to share a few things with you. First of all, I want to mention the Jim Carner again, Hobby Horse Jim Carner um, that is going to be at the Florida Horse Park. Don't miss this. Um, you can just come on down. There's no charge for admission. Um, it's July 31st from 9 to 2. And you can actually ride a hobby horse over jumps. Hobby horse. We'll do it. You'll do it. You've got to do it. <laughs> now I have to go. Now she has I'm, to go. Yeah, now I have to go. <laughs> I think it'll be the most fun. And it's all a fundraiser. All the um, money raised will go to help Kayla Vanderwalt go to the Paralympics with her Spanish horse, De Toro. So um, we're thrilled for them. Unfortunately, the last minute, literally a few weeks ago, they found out they needed a lot more money than they knew they needed. So um, we're doing what we can to help them get there. And I think this will be a great fundraiser. You can be a child to a full grown adult. You can be a top equestrian or never have sat on a horse in your life 
to ride a hobby horse successfully. It's for a good cause. It's a very good cause, yes. Um, I want to mention the young lady that um, is gorgeous, uh, her, her and her mule, Katie Wetland. Um, I only messaged her today, actually, to ask her if she would send us some, some photographs. And um, she said, I love her message to me. She said, he's ridiculously attractive with confirmation to die for. I'm so lucky to have him at a measly 13-3 hands mm. and is jumping a whopping three foot nine. <laughs> That's a big uh, deal. It's amazing, isn't it? Um, she's done every ounce of training from halter breaking all the way um, up to the, the jumping level. He's her first mule ever, got mm. him at two and a half years old for $1,000, <laughs> and he was almost feral when she got him. Uh, I think that's just really exciting stuff. And I wanted to do a quick shout out to Fluff's Saddlery um, for sponsoring a mule and rider team with English gear. That's awesome. She thinks they might be the first to offer a sponsorship to an English ah, mule team. Good for so, them. So, yes, I love that. And I, as I mentioned earlier, she is going to um, be on uh, next week and tell us her story. But I love the fact that she messaged me and said, I'm going to use the fact that a five-star eventer told me that my mule and I look awesome anytime someone tells me we aren't for the rest of my life in caps. She has to, of course, because she is. She's beautiful and they look beautiful. It's amazing. <laughs> so there you go. Now you heard it twice. Uh, we are going to switch it up a little bit. Our regular co-host, uh, Jody is actually at the Midsummer Nationals. Uh, with Chestnut Hill Arabians, with Joe Alberti. Uh, of course, both have been on the show. We've been at their open houses. We've shared some wonderful things about the Arabians. And actually, Danny mentioned in the break that she loves Arabians. It's my favorite uh, yes. breath. <laughs> so we've got some clips we're going to share with you. Um, we've got some what people do for luck. And then we're going to get from Danny. She has something special over here. <laughs> Um, and, uh, and we're going to share some some of the lucky charms and lucky things people do and some clips from the show for you. So we hope you enjoy this. If you're watching on Facebook or Equus Television, uh, we think you'll enjoy these clips from the show. Hello, I'm Joe. So as a good luck charm, I always wear a red shirt either the first day of the show or the first day that we actually show. Many years ago at the Canadian Nationals, which is called the Royal Red, um, I happened to be wearing a red shirt, and we had a really great day that day and a really great horse show. So ever since then, the first day of the show or the first day that we show, you will always see me in a red shirt. My name is Taylor, and my good luck charm is this necklace right here. I got it in 2019 at Region 12. Hi, my name is Colby Hernandez, and this is my horse, Pharaoh. And one of our good luck rituals that we like to do on show days is I leave all of my dry cleaning tags on. So whether it's my jacket or my pants, if you see me in the show ring, you can look for a little pink tie. Hi, my name is Stephanie, and for good luck, I like to wear jewelry gifted to me from clients. My name is Hilda, and my good luck ritual before my first class at every show is a shot of whiskey. And this is who I call my boyfriend. His name is Marv, and he's my favorite at Chestnut Hill Arabians. Cheers! Hi, my name is Brady, and my good luck ritual for halter is that I wear a special necklace given to me by my mother. Hi, my name's Brooke and this is Jovi. And what I do for good luck is I have this lucky lapel pin that I try to wear, put in my pocket, and I wear this for several members of my family. And then I also have this prayer card of Frank Desiderio that I got years ago, back in 2013, um, the first horse show after he passed away, the Desiderios handed these out. And it made its way into my show bag and it's been in there ever since. And every time I flip everything over, this stays in whatever bag I'm in. I, feel like it's just a nice little good luck charm that I can do. 
Love those clips. Mm -hmm. uh, really, uh, really fun stuff. Joe's red shirt. How about that? <laughs> I guess they had a very successful show where you wore a red shirt. I and hope he washes that, them. Oh, we must ask Joe. <laughs> are you washing your red shirts? Uh, the shot of whiskey, uh, I get it. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, like lucky the label? shot of tequila, but yeah, yeah, tequila. Yes, like your horse. Oh yeah. <laughs> A little prayer card, a lapel pin, dry cleaning tags. That's that's funny. <laughs> dry cleaning tags. Can tag. you imagine all the good luck you have wasted by all the dry cleaning tags you have trashed? <laughs> oh my god. Oh I could have changed my whole life. <laughs> We're yeah. actually sharing some clips with you here that Jody sent us of the show as well. And um I know Danny being a um oh, look at those a, tails. A sharp dresser is gonna love look these. at those tails. I know, isn't that beautiful? I know. And look at that side and the bling. I know, isn't I that like beautiful? The bling. They say there's never too much bling. I know. Mm -hmm. Bling is the thing here. Look at this. I like that. And look at that white tail. Oh, I know, the just, white one is crazy. I'm actually wondering how it's that white, honestly. Uh oh, that poor, that poor groom. I know. You're not kidding. Now, oh. here, here we go. Here we go. We can actually see how young some of these, um, oh, these children boy. are. Just um, amazing. I oh, think that's this adorable. is adorable. I know, that. isn't that? That's very cute. I think he's only about what eight or nine, maybe yeah, ten. He looks really young. He's young, I know. And look how well groomed they all are and Aww. well put together. I just love their outfits. I'm a huge, huge fan of costumes, as most of you who know me very well know. Are you really? I love. I like that. I have a bigger costume closet than my regular. Oh closet, no! I oh, we need to go to a party. I know. And you need to right. let me wear one. Oh, you can wear anything you want. There you go. We can be sister pirates. We can <laughs> no be way. medieval. Oh, we that's can be, perfect. We can be superheroes. Oh, there you go. Well, you have to tell we can me. Can be Wonder Woman and and. Look at this though. I mean, look at these groomed, well turned out, well behaved uh, horses. Just amazing to me how well. I really like Arabians. Yeah. I do too. I yeah. think we should get you on an Arabian. You I, can, I you can come doing. to Chestnut Hill Arabians with oh me and ride God. one. Oh my God. I want to keep doing I would like to do eventing with an Arabian. I love this. This is what happens when they win. Ah, oh, look at this. And Chestnut Hill Arabians is cleaning up, by the way, big time. Are we really at the one minute? Wow, that flew by. Yeah, Chestnut Hill Arabians are winning Look everything this, this trip. So, uh, and Jody and Joe have been sharing that with us. So congratulations. We're going to go to the half mark here at the uh, halfway mark of the show and come back with uh, Danny and talk about her incredible <laughs> career. Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. <laughs> Equestrians, it's time to take care of yourself as well as you do your horse. So get down to Pulse Center of Ocala. The PEMF wave is safe and it's a therapy that charges your cells and allows them to function at their fullest capacity so you heal much faster. Check them out at pulsecenterfl.com now and tell them you heard about it on the Horse Talk Show for a free demo. The Larson family has been farming hay in Idaho for generations with a mission to always provide high quality hay products at a fair and reasonable price. Larson Hay loves to meet new customers while always honoring the ones they already have. Find Larson Hay on the web at larsonhay.com, like them on Facebook, and definitely visit one of their locations. Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa and our television broadcast sponsor.
Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. You've never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Back in the saddle again. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Barton. You're fab, you're switched on, you're a bit of all right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. Welcome back to the second half of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Hay, our broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton. We're in the CEP studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital of the world. I have a very special co-host in the studio as Jody Everton is actually at the Youth Nationals with Joe Alberti and Chestnut Hill Arabians competing and winning. So stepping in for her this week, a huge honor to have five-star Aventa here with us, Daniela Mogel. Danny, it's lovely to have you Thank with us. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. It's uh, uh, she's had an absolutely amazing career so far, and I'm sure she has lots more to come. Mm -hmm. But let's start so. at the beginning. How about Smurf? <laughs> Smurf, isn't that funny? I know. His name in Spanish is Pitufo, which means Smurf in English. Ah. So the Pitufos were the little uh, blue guys. Yeah, the little blue guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, I started riding because. I mean, I, since I remember, I always liked the horses better than dolls. You know, I always ask for Santa for a horse or a pony under the tree. And I always, my cousins, they always make fun of me because they like to play, uh, you know, the mother, the father, the kids. And I was like, I want to be the dog. I don't, <laughs> don't want to play like that. So I thought Are they we were related. <laughs> Maybe you're my sister. <laughs> <laughs> and they were super happy being the mother and the father. I was like, these are dumb. These are super nerds. So I stay in a corner, licking the plate. <laughs> and I was the cat play. or the dog. <laughs> That's me, always the four-legged. I don't blame you at all. I have to agree. Uh, so I always like horses. I always like animals. And um, it was second year of school, primary school, when a friend of mine said, oh, would you want to come and uh, have dinner at my house? Yes, but do you have do you have time? You can come and watch me ride. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm yes, on it. I'm in. My parents, both of them, they are psychologists, so they have no idea about horses. So they only I, know about crazy people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they can probably they, help me yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> they know a lot about crazy people. And in the horse both world. Both of them are psychologists. Both of them. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty normal considering. I was going to say, you, are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. But yeah, in the horse world, there's a lot of crazy people. Yes, this is lots true. of good crazy, good nice crazy. crazy. Yeah, nice crazy. But thanks crazy. to my parents, is that I get to survive this horse world, crazy yeah. world. It's yeah. actually it's a good tool. I it have is. to tell you. I bet you use it a lot, <laughs> more than I would like to. <laughs> After the show, we need to spend about three or four hours together. <laughs> I shall change my career and just cha uh, just charge for therapy. Yeah, <laughs> there you Ride go. Ride and counsel. It's a great combination. Oh, there mm -hmm. you go. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> I'll, I'll make I'll make a lot of money. I'm telling you. You would. Um, but anyway, I went with my friend and I watched her ride and I fell in love. So I as I stay taking lessons and she quit because her mom wasn't scared of horses. So really. <laughs> yeah. 
probably needed a good counselor. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and she went with my mom. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I started riding when I was probably nine years old. And uh, I started riding with Smurf. That was the lesson pony. And, um, and it wasn't until I was 15 years old. It's in Mexico, 15 is like sweet, sweet 16, yes, like right. the quinceañera. Mm -hmm. yes. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. I, I didn't have the dress or the party, but I got a horse. You got a horse. <laughs> it's so much better than the dress, <laughs> by the way. And was that tequila? We named him tequila because he was white. It was... Um, not because she was having tequila on not, her 15th birthday. Not that yet. would be in England. No, Well, in Mexico, too. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. <laughs> not in the US. Are they pouring it down um, your yeah. throat? In yeah. England, you know, would you like a drink? Um, I Actually, I'm 14. Would you like two? <laughs> <laughs> That's Mexico. That's how it goes. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I liked the tequila. Not that I knew, but yeah, kind of. Of course not. <laughs> of course not. And, um, yeah. and he was my first... Horse. Jumping horse, right? Jumping horse, yeah, a venting yeah. horse. And um, I know my parents got a, like they felt like they took a burden out of their shoulders because I was always asking for a horse. So it was cool. It was like the family pony. Yes. And uh, I actually came to the U.S. for the first time with a horse, with him, with Joy Farr. Joy was... Um, she was my first trainer here. I worked for her. I was her working student in Shelby, North Carolina, pretty close to Tryon. And I spent a year with her. And I mean, I remember, and we had such a good time. I was 18 by the time. And we went to the Young Riders there. And he pulled a tendon, and we couldn't mm -hmm. finish. But, I mean, I learned a lot. Actually, a lot of my skills as a trainer, as dealing with working students, I learned from her. So... Thank you, Joy. Yes. Well done. <laughs> yeah. That was a, a great Actually, experience. Actually, Joy is you. the one that sent you the picture of me riding the V. So you have to see that. Okay. So, yeah, Joy, yes. Riding. Thank you, Joy. This is, um, this is a great photo. If you're, if you're listening on the radio, you have to go to the Horse Talk Show on Facebook or go to Equus Television and watch this because this is a great photograph and a couple of days after that picture i actually got to jump the bee on really? on cecilia yeah that's yeah. um amazing so that's the that's at the world equestrian games wow. and it was pretty cool because um years after i finished working for joy i i went back to mexico because my parents were like okay well you've been there for a year you need to go back and do um university you know college I'm like, okay. And I... So I, what were you going to go to? What What was your plan for like a career after university? Oh, when you went back to go to university, did you think you might be a psychologist as well or... No, never. No, never. No, never. <laughs> no, never. Not that. I like history. I like art history. Yes, I like history too. And um, I was actually taking a semester here in the Community College of Art History and I really like it. So I went to the History University in Mexico. And um, how long did you stay? Like six months. I was timing my classes to see how fast how I could fast go riding. You could go and ride. So I love history, I love art, but I knew my life was horses. So my mom wasn't really happy about it. <laughs> but but now I think she is. Now I think she can see. She knew that you made a good yeah. decision. So you um you left. And and actually, I read that you um, I read that you saw a poster 
of a blonde lady on a horse and eventing and you said I want to do that what is that that looks so good and it turns out to be that that poster was actually Karen O'Connor right? yeah I met her years after <laughs> it, it's funny how life I do believe everything is connected I yes. really believe that and um It is indeed. I think so. Well, oh, yeah. No such thing as coincidence, no, for sure. Everything, everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. Even our technical issues tonight, yeah. where we were unable to actually be live and we ended up pre-recording because we had some, some technology that is way beyond my pay grade as far as what's going on. <laughs> um, but we were able to chat and share some other stories and talk about some other things. And so actually, it's turned out to be... Just fine. Yes. The good news is, even though we're at the end of this segment, we have two more with Danny, and we're going to hear the rest of the story after she bails on university <laughs> and what happens next. So stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. We'll be right back. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Palm Chevrolet, and our broadcast and television sponsor, Larson Hay, and also to our supporting sponsors, Equisafe, Nirvana Medical Spa, Showcase Properties of Central Florida, the Equine Performance and Innovative Center, and Summit Joint Performance. Nirvana, Ocala's premier medical spa, is leading the way in great skin with all the newest in treatment options, offering prejuvenation for younger clients and rejuvenation for all ages. Nirvana knows you want to look your very best, but we've all seen people with the telltale signs of too much work. We want you to look like you, just better, brighter and younger, with all the newest and best in technology and all in the most beautiful surroundings. Like Nirvana Medical Spa on Facebook and find them on the web at nirvanamedicalspa.com. Become a better, brighter and younger you. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and services hassle-free and easier than ever, with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy. Find new roads. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the fifth segment of the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Hay, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's very finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton. We are in the Chamber and Economic Partnership Equine Studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital of the world. I'm Louisa Barton. In the studio, a very special co-host. I think she's agreed to come back next week, believe it or not, <laughs> yeah, which we're very to. excited about. <laughs> uh, Daniela Mogel, she is a five-star eventer. Um, I, I'm, you know, I'm first of all so delighted to have met you at WEC when I did and felt like I just really, like we clicked and yeah, connected right see, away. see, everything is yes. connected, I'm yes, telling you. it is. And I was so, actually, shout out for um, Katie Wentz, who actually introduced oh, okay. me, who we love her. We love um, Katie. She's, she's wonderful, wonderful friend of mine. She's the reason I'm here in Ocala. She, like, I always I love wanted you to... even more, Katie. <laughs> Thank you, Katie. Yeah, she's a wonderful, wonderful uh... friend and a great wine friend. We can <laughs> have wine and... You know, they say there's, there's some expression that wine makes you fat, and it doesn't. It makes you lean. It makes you lean on things, yes. lean on walls, 
Yes. <laughs> on the floor, right. maybe. <laughs> on the floor, maybe. But yes, I love Katie when she uh, is a, uh, a wonderful She's friend. She's so good friend. She is. She's a so friend. good person. I don't, I don't, actually, I should tell you this funny story. When I broke my neck, which isn't funny, but when I broke my neck, I didn't even know how she knew I broke my neck, but she showed up at the hospital and all of a sudden she's beside my bed. And I said, what are you doing here? I didn't even know. Not long ago. No, February. She was crying. I was with her. She had her horse in the same barn I had. And I saw, like, she came in and she was shivering. Like, like you could tell clearly something was not well. I, I, what happened? She's like, one of my best friends just had an accident. Aww. And she said, I just need to come and relax and, and try to go and get a horse vibe and horse stuff so I can move on. And then right after that, she went to a hospital. Aww. But yeah, she was very She just showed affected. up. I didn't even know she showed up. Someone posted pictures. My truck was wrapped, you know, with the show. And someone uh, posted pictures and she all of a sudden she's by boom. my hospital bed like that. I said, how did you know? She mm. goes, oh, she's she so knows. Sweet. Yeah, she is. Yeah, but she was very Katie, concerned. Katie, you are one of a kind, mm. by the way. And we love you, don't we? We do. We do. The three of us need to go. <laughs> that would be a good show. That would yes. be a crazy show. It would be a crazy show. <laughs> my parents will be here for us. Yes. <laughs> You're right. They would be like, oh, we need to go to Ocala very quickly and do some counseling. So you you bailed on university and mum was a bit upset to start with. with, Obviously now she's not, but yes, not happy like mums are when they want something different. They have a different plan. But obviously you've shown her that your goals were worthy and what you've accomplished. Yeah, and talk. I know, I know she's very proud of I me. I know she yeah. is too. I would be for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to us a little bit about Mexico and kind of how that works with, especially with eventing. It's it's meant for military. It's meant for men. Talk about what you kind of faced as a challenge as far as being able to compete for Mexico and the things you've overcome and accomplished because you, you didn't give I up. I think that's why I was so... Um, impressive to me to see to watch that blonde girl mm-hmm. jumping into the water mm-hmm. because uh, well eventing started as a military mm-hmm. um, sport right. it was only for military back in the day right and then slowly civilians from different parts of the world start to ask mm-hmm. uh, but in Mexico um, it's still now now the civilians are getting more mm-hmm. um, volume, but still mostly military. And of course, in a country that military are mostly for men, mm-hmm. um, now, now, now not so much, but um, of course it was really, what's the correct word to say? Probably a big challenge. Well, for me it was a big challenge, but for them was like, they had to overcome a whole mentality. Yeah, why is this woman that is not even military? And I was a kid when I when I started going into the shows. I was like twelve or thirteen years old, and I think at the I know at the beginning they were like, "Oh, that's very cute." But when I started to move <laughs> then on, it wasn't, cute it wasn't anymore. that cute it was anymore. Like, Whoa, what's going on? <laughs> right. So in Mexico, you either do dressage or show jumping. We most of all of us we start as show, show jumpers. And when I saw this wa- uh, this blonde woman jumping across country fence with the water, I was like, "Yes, yes I want to do that." And I didn't know who she was, but I I always had that picture in my head, and I wanted to follow. So again. 
if you follow your dream and if you follow, if you know what you want, it will happen. That's why it's all connected. There was a reason for me to watch mm -hmm. that image. And you keep playing it in your brain and in your head and you'll reach it. And, uh, and that image ended up being Karen O'Connor, who ended up being your my, trainer. My trainer, and the reason, and, and the way she started to be my trainer is very funny. It's because it's actually I have to thank the military men because for that, because the general that was in charge of the military team in 2014, it was the year before the Pan American Games. And that's when I got to see because I wanted to do the Pan American Games. So the general said, okay, Mexico is going to, to take only military riders to the Pan Ams because I have the best riders. I will have the best coach and Mexico is going to have only military. So we're going to name Karen O'Connor the coach of the Mexican eventing team. There you go. And then when we did all the selections and stuff, I happened to be on the team. And guess what? Karen had to coach me. <laughs> that worked out well. It was perfect because then we became really close and then we really, I mean, she's been a great big influence for me in the sport. So and then, yeah, I mean, she started as a coach and then we, we share a really nice friendship. Amazing. Mm -hmm. And a mentor, an incredible oh, mentor. Yeah. So from a poster where you said, I want to do that, to being your coach and your mentor and someone that has obviously really um, put a lot into you and helped you become what what you've become over, I, over this Oh, she is a big influence, not only on the horse world, but she opened the door because coming from a different country, it, as you will know, it's a different culture. Yes, it is. And, um, and the Mexican culture from the U.S. is really difficult, yes. different. Yeah. So she, she showed me how to do it. I have a really cool picture. I'll, I'll look for it. And um, she actually was the one who gave us our rings in our wedding. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll look for the oh, picture and I'll gosh. show it to you. It's a really cool picture. you, you got to tell us about how you met your husband, too. I have to, and actually, I have to tell you. Have to, you have to tell us okay. how he used to be too nervous to be around horses. Sully, he had no idea about horses. He did, I mean, he was scared about horses. He always liked animals, but he was scared about horses. And on one of our first dates, I said to him, Do you want to go ride? And he's like, Of course. <laughs> And he probably was dying inside. He was probably going. <laughs> and then I let him ride one of my thoroughbred mares and we went for a long hack and he was like like this. But he never told me. I mean, probably. He didn't want to not impress you. Of course he impressed me. <laughs> and By the way, he's a lovely chap. I met him at work as well. And, and he would tell you why we have 30 seconds left. So this will be a fast one. But why Danny doesn't wear skirts. Uh, they told him that um, if I wear skirts, if I bend, uh, they could see my balls. <laughs> you can't make it up. We'll be back on the horse talk just in just a minute. <laughs> Stay with us. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Palm Chevrolet, and our broadcast and television sponsor, Larson Hay, and also to our supporting sponsors, Equisafe, Nirvana Medical Spa, Showcase Properties of Central Florida, the Equine Performance and Innovative Center, and Summit Joint Performance.
World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. This show is brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the last segment of the Horse Talk Show this week, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Hay, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa, broadcasting from the CEP studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital of the world. I'm Louisa Barton. I've had the incredible honor of having a five-star eventer, Daniela Mogel, in the studio with us for this show, which has been absolutely phenomenal. We've had such a good time and some great Thank laughs. Thank you. Yeah, it's um, been a pleasure. Yes, it's been. I've, I've, I've heard about the wedding. Um, just amazing. <laughs> and even got to see the amazing photos of her and her husband. A beautiful, beautiful wedding. Uh, Karen O'Connor was there. Yeah. Even handed the rings over. And... She picked the date, though. Oh, she picked the date. To be cheesy, we met the Mexicans. We met in Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. We 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 started dating eleven years ago, and Sully moving with me probably two months after we were dating, and he gave me the ring probably a year and a half after we were living together. But we never get to plan the wedding because there was always a show or a game or something, and yeah, there's always something. And uh, and I remember it was Joanne Karen's mom. Karen and myself in the car. And Joanne said to me, you need to marry that guy. I'm like, well, yeah, but there's never time and we're fine. And she's like, what what do you mean there's never time? Well, no, like uh, there's always a show or there's always we're getting ready for the games or there's a tour or something. And Karen goes out of the road, stops, hand me me my schedule. Uh, Here. You don't have anything to do here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I called Sully. I said, hey, we're getting married on Cinco de Mayo. He's like, okay. <laughs> Not doing anything except having a baby after a shot of tequila. <laughs> we had several. Several. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about the experience. It's not exactly horse-related, but it sort of is. You you were flying in 2017. Um, an earthquake happened. Mm-hmm. You were diverted to a different airport, and when you landed, there was such a terrible... No, just to hear it, yes. you gave me the goosebumps. I really gave me goosebumps, actually. Mm-hmm. Well, goose pimples, as we call them in England. Um, <laughs> the same. Same. Um, and, and it really brought tears to my eyes when I read how you guys oh. jumped in and tried to help, and, and it was such a terrible situation, and it's actually, I've got them again mm-hmm. right now. Um, and, and you talked about an older lady that was, had sort of lost everything and was in the middle of this disaster that was happening, unfolding. And she was making giving, coffee, yeah. giving coffee to people who were basically trying to help in the rescue. Efforts. Yeah, that was really cool. I think that's when I, cause I was kind of not quite understanding how I was going to represent Mexico if it was so hard for me to make it into the team, you know, like stuff like that. 
And we were coming back, we were flying back to Mexico from a show. And uh, I remember, you know, like you're close and you're, you, you get to see where you're going to land. And then we went up again and they say, there's been a small earthquake. We're just going to take a couple of circles. And after 30 minutes, they say, we're going to have to go to the nearest city. So we landed somewhere else. And apparently there, it was a huge, huge earthquake. And um, as soon as we landed, we tried like, with our phones and just to see the videos of everything collapsing was just heartbreaking. And, um, I would say, we need to go home. We need to go and see how everything is. I remember trying to call my dad and he couldn't pick up the phone. It was because all the lines were just, um, collapsing. And when we finally get to rent a car with a chauffeur, and he drove us to one point and a friend of us picked us from that point. And the, I mean, we, we had to play it like that. And we arrived home by, I don't know, 10 or 11 o'clock at night. And I said to Sully, I cannot go to my bed and sleep knowing that people are alive underneath the rubble, right? So we went and, and we helped um, moving stuff. And we bought some water bottles and canes and stuff to try to help and... And I remember it was raining, it was cold, it was late, it was like two o'clock in the morning. And seeing everybody, it doesn't matter if you were rich, good looking, tall, skinny, it didn't matter. Everybody was helping. And the fact to see all that community, that Mexico, that country helping and giving, that really made me feel, yeah, this is, this is what I, this is what, you this want is to. what I want to. And I remember we were standing in line passing stuff and this la older lady I don't even know how old she was but she seemed to be pretty old and she, you could tell by the way she she was carrying herself and the way she was dressing she was really poor I mean in Mexico when you're poor you're poor yeah. and she had a really old coffee maker and she was walking with it offering coffee to every single person who was helping I remember, like, she said to me, do you, do you guys want coffee? Thank you for your help. I'm like, I didn't even want coffee, but I said, yes, yeah, of course. Coffee, yeah. And that really, that's when I said, yeah, this is the Mexico I want to represent. This is what I'm riding for, and this is, this is who I want to be with. That's humanity mm -hmm. at its best. When that was you amazing. That, isn't it? Yes. that was really cool. I, I had to share that with you because I teared up when I read it. It gave me goosebumps. No, and I, thank you. I said, wow, you guys. That's, thank you. Um, that was really cool. That is what I, my heart felt so strongly when mm. I read that about what you thank have you. done and what you've accomplished and, you know, going to, to WEG and, and achieving what you have done and to be a five-star rider and to represent mm. a country that wasn't for women and yeah. non-military to yeah. represent like that. And you've you've proved that something that you not only could do but do so well make your parents your whole family proud and thank you love the cecilia story that oh, you fell cecilia. in love with cecilia thanks to Sully, he found her online yes i read that too he said <laughs> one night in the middle of the night you're in bed and he's like we have to get this horse and i said wow this guy he just stays up all night looking this is a guy by the way who was a little bit nervous of horses oh, to begin exactly. with covered it all up on the first day to get the first date and now out of the he's way. picking up and five now he's star horses five star horses so yeah well done to uh to suli but mm -hmm. wow i'm i was blown away by your story when um when katie introduced me to your work she said this 
woman is amazing. Okay. And I didn't know until I did all my research just ah, how amazing. I knew you. I loved you right away. But, thank you. But my gosh, doing some research and finding out about your life just absolutely blew me away. And that's when I say an honor to have you here. And and no Same. wonder, no wonder that Katie Wetland is going, oh, I can't believe she said that about me. Uh, and my mule. We'll be looking forward to see Katie. Yes. And well, I think we need to get you. Ear. Now we need to get you on a mule and an Arabian. There you go. And a hobby horse, which, by the way, <laughs> one more mention for the uh, Gymkhana at the Florida Horse Park on the 31st of July. You've got to get down there and do some some hobby horse rides and bring the kids, bring the family and and at, you may be competing against five star there eventers. You, go. you never you know. Watch out. Uh, yeah, watch out. <laughs> it's going to be some tough competition. Uh, some mentions for um, Horse Farms Forever who actually um, working with CF and CEP, uh, FTBOA and Ocala Horse Properties and HDG have put together a Marion County Quality of Life Survey. That's very important. So that's going to be um, coming out to everybody. Very important. Um, to respond to that survey because our quality of life here, especially as far as the horses and horse farms go, top priority. Um, agricultural job fair coming up also July 28th um, from 2 to 5 p.m. there at World Equestrian Center. So agricultural job fair, wonderful um, for the horse world also. I want to thank Danny again thank um, you. for being with us. Um, as I said, she's promised to come back next week. I so, will. Yes. yes, if you want so me, I will love to. That. to. It will really honored <laughs> thank you so much it's been a, a real pleasure your story is amazing whether you're in ocala marion county or not happy horsing around until the same time next week <laughs>